Hi, I'm the Ish Girl, and you're listening to episode 47 of Connection Not Perfection. Welcome to Connection Not Perfection, the podcast that helps parents and teens connect using literature, laughter, and love. Hey there, I'm Amy, also known as the Ish Girl, and I am thrilled that you're with me for this episode. Now, if you've joined me for Connection Not Perfection before, you know that reading is one of my passions, and it is literally the thing that I choose to do all day, every day, if I could, right? Who needs to eat or sleep? And I really have come by my love of reading honestly. I come from a family of readers, and it is something that my mom in particular cultivated in my siblings and I, um, Amanda and Erin, and it's something that's part of my extended family too. So today I am talking about how the love of reading has been passed down in my family. And to do that, I'm inviting you guys into my inner circle and I am sharing my people with you. On a recent trip to visit my aunt in Kansas City, I sat down with my grandmother, my mom, my sister, and my aunt to talk about reading, how our love for it started, the books we remember from our childhoods, and why reading is still important to us. Our conversation was part of a four-day trip from Texas to Missouri, a journey that was full of reminiscing, good food, and lots and lots of laughter. Our time together was a gift, and I am so glad that we were able to make it happen. And I'm so grateful that they were willing to sit down with me and share, and share with you all too. Here is just a little piece of our time together. Okay, so we're just gonna talk about reading and what it's meant to us, and especially maybe when you were younger. All right, so what book do you remember most from when you were a kid or even when you were like a teen that really stands out that you read? Yes, Mom? I don't remember reading a lot. The Ooh, Secret Garden. Do. You've said that every <clears throat> single Secret time. I can, I can remember my teacher reading that to us. Mm-hmm. Okay, so tell me about I that. I think it was fifth grade, maybe, and our teacher would read a chapter every day. Okay. of the secret garden and why was it your favorite just the mystery of it and that was just a, a relaxing time okay yeah. all right it's school all right what about you granny uh, i can remember <clears throat> in elementary the teacher reading us huckleberry fan oh. and i couldn't wait from one day to the next sure. to hear the next you know she'd read a little bit each day right that's about the only thing i can remember Okay. Her reading to us. But she read more than that, but that made an impression. Yeah. What about you? Charlotte's Web. Oh, why Charlotte's Web? Well, Miss Hitt, my fifth grade teacher, read it. Yes. And uh, she was wonderful. I mean, it's almost, you almost felt like you were at the movies when she was reading because you could just picture, she was just great. And I loved all the animals in it and just the whole... That's it. She was my fifth grade teacher. And she, she could read, man. So she's the one who read The Secret Garden mm-hmm. to you. So it's the same yeah, teacher. Same teacher. Which, oh. like 11 years later, right? Because you guys mm-hmm. are that mm-hmm. far apart in age. That's awesome. Yeah. Talk about the power of a good teacher. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. She, she was a good teacher. She was. Yeah. What about you, Miss Amanda? I don't remember any specific book. I just remember, like, in third grade, the way our teacher taught, she would go through all the lessons first thing in the morning and then we could go at our own pace so as soon as we finished all of our work we were free to read and um 
and, and when we were done with our work. And so I loved that. I would race through getting my work done just so that I'd have the rest of the day to read. And so I don't, I can't think of anything in elementary school. Later, uh, To Kill a Mockingbird was very powerful right. for me. That was high school. Yeah. Who was your high school English teacher? And who, who was, you said Ms. third? Miss Tanner. Oh, go ahead. You said third grade? Yeah, Mrs. Prince. Mrs. Prince. I yeah, remember Minor her. Prince yeah. was my third grade teacher. And yeah. then I guess that for To Kill a Mockingbird, I think it was Mrs. Tanner. I think it was Barbara Tanner. Okay. Who taught, uh, who taught my high school English class. What year was that? Do you remember? Maybe sophomore year? Yeah, because I don't I remember so. Miss Tanner. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, so that probably was it. I just remember Mrs. King. Mm. Uh, who was a first grade teacher to all to Amanda and Aaron and I, mm-hmm. teaching us to read and how excited we were to be in our different little reading groups. And she read Charlotte's Web to us, and we had different little competitions and things. And mm-hmm. each group got to like carry the Wilbur the pig around, depending mm-hmm. on who was doing <laughs> what. Anyway, it was fun. That and then Mrs. Rayo, I think, in the fifth grade. It's funny. I guess that's a really pivotal year because she read The Little Prince to us in class, and that was really exciting. And then also growing up, like, obviously my Madeline Lingle books were always my favorite. She was always a big favorite. Okay. So now reading, what, or or just throughout your adult lives, what has reading been to you? It's put me to sleep a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, Granny. Well, what I mean by that is I read at night until uh-huh. <clears throat> I just can't read anymore, and then I don't know. Yeah. It's an escape for me. Escape. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. For it, sure. Very, very much. much. Very, very much, much so. Because yeah. yeah. if I get really involved in the book, whatever else is going on in my life, I can't wait to get mm-hmm. home, home to get in my bed and read and just go into that story right. and forget about all the other stuff going on in my life. Right. Now. Yeah, I feel the same way. Well, what I love is I feel like we all pass books around or we'll recommend books to each other. So I know, Kim, you were just talking about the Mitford series Mm -hmm, that we've mm -hmm. all shared. And I know we've, Granny, I know you get books from friends and then pass them along. And so, yeah, to you. (laughs) And I pass them to y'all. Yeah, Yeah. and then we, we go around. And I'm trying to think of who some of our favorites have been. Obviously, the Mitford series. We talked to the other day. And Granny, I don't know if you've read... The Miss Julia series or not? Mm-hmm. We talked about that. Okay, I'll have to get you some of those. Those were really fun. Um, they were. But what else do you think of when you think about sharing books with each other? What have we all enjoyed off the top of your head or recommended? Yeah, like I'm trying to think of something. Debbie, Debbie McComber. Yeah, <laughs> she's a good one. Her series. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love her books. Well, and I have to say too, <coughs> Mommy, you were always really good. Well, just with our, with Amanda's and my kids, with the grandkids, getting really great books and reading to them when we would come and visit when they were teeny tiny. And mm-hmm. I know you were just asking for book recommendations for what they're reading so you could talk to them. So I feel like, I feel like we've really connected like that mm-hmm. as a family. And, um, and then Amanda and I could talk about to you, um, we would go to the library every Saturday that I can remember mm-hmm. growing up, like every single every Saturday, day. we would go down to the Beaumont Library, and sometimes they would have programs, and sometimes they'd have the summer reading program and all that. So, why did you choose to do that with us? <laughs> it was free. Did you on the spot? I mean, it was a big part of our childhood. I just wonder what motivated well, you. Just, just because, it, well, like Amanda said, it was 
It was free, and y'all both and y'all all loved to be read to or to read, read yourselves when you learn to read, and it was just uh, it gave us an activity to do as a, as a family. As a family, yeah. Was, well, plus I think you could send us off downstairs by ourselves, so. and you could. <laughs> I almost did. <admit. laughs> yeah. A few minutes to myself. <laughs> well, because the way our library was structured, the kids' department was downstairs, way in the back, yeah. kind of a no way to get out. There was we, no we, way to get out. out. <laughs> <laughs> so you could leave us down there in the little children's room while we, while you would go upstairs yeah, and read. Sometime. That's yeah. funny. That's I remember funny. my first library card. Mm-hmm. It was white and it had a little metal. Yes. yes. too. It was the number. It was your library number so that when they stamped They'd it, stamp it, 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 it was machine. an important card to me because yeah. it was yeah. my first yeah. card that had my name on it. It was yeah. mine. I remember getting my first library card too. It was a big honking deal. Like yep. it was it was a responsibility yeah. and a privilege right. and we'd have to return our books. I just and, remember that metal yeah. yeah. clipped inside that card. Yeah. yeah. Fun. Well and y'all were always eager for Saturdays. Yes. To go to the library. Yeah. I mean, it was just a fun time. It was a fun place, for sure. Amanda, yeah, you were talking about your teacher. <clears throat> what grade did Miss Harbin teach you? Kindergarten. Was it kindergarten? Mm-hmm. Well, I used her pecan pie recipe for... <laughs> <laughs> she was a great kindergarten teacher. She was. She got married the year that I had. I remember that. I remember. I remember. She, was, she was Miss VZ. VZ, yeah. And then got married Miss Mrs. Harbin. Did Erin have her, did Aaron yes. have yes, her Aaron too? Yes, had her okay. too. Okay. Yeah. I think she was... We were probably her first. You were her first class. Her very first yeah. class, yeah. Out of college. That. Yeah. That's hilarious. I was given a Kindle and I really didn't want it because I like the feel of a book and I can share it with people. But I didn't have a book one night, so I got on my Kindle and I ordered a book. Now I have like 75 books on my Kindle because it's easy if you finish a book and you have another one. She's right there. You get another one. Have you ever rented through the library? Like to be connected because then they're free. (laughs) That's my issue. Like, because. I, I think I felt like I would feel like you're talking about like I would never give up my books but oh my gosh like I think all I read now is Kindle which we've had discussions with some of my friends have I have had discussions about how it rewires your brain and there are different issues but for me especially because I like to read at night which I'm sure mom can share stories about that but I <laughs> late into the night late into the night but with Philip it makes it's a lot more intrusive if you have a book light on and you're turning pages versus just having a little Kindle light on or your phone and tapping and and you can read I can read so much faster too and then I have another book ready and waiting right it's it's, it's dangerous I still oh, like to have a book to hold yeah. a book at the yeah, beach when we go to the beach I yeah. like to do that because you don't want to have electronics in the sand and all that yeah. but it's just a different different time so yeah i would read at night and i would i oh. i did not know that you guys knew that i would read it oh, yes <laughs> until Under much the later with the flashlight <laughs> or i can remember being in amanda's in my bedroom and i would make sure when we would rearrange our room which we did like every three uh-huh. weeks or yeah. so very frequent that i would make sure my bed was next to the closet door so that the crack I'd say, let's leave the closet light on, Amanda, <laughs> so that I could hold my book up and read it oh. in that little crack of light. 
<laughs> Addicted well, much? No, one time. Quiet. You were spending the night with us, and we were going somewhere, and it was dark. And you said, wait, 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 I've got to get my book. And I said, Amy, you can't read your book. It's dark. You said, well, when we pass the street light, I can't. I... <laughs> Well, that's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> you can catch, a, catch, catch a word here and there. I could get a whole line read. <laughs> oh, yes, you've always loved to read. I have always yeah. loved to read. I have. Well, and I'm glad that we all love to read. It makes it nice. Good ways to connect. Well, y'all talking about me remembering. I can remember things that happened. And I can even remember what I read in a book. But I cannot remember scripture. Oh. Now explain that to me. <laughs> That's a whole other <laughs> That'd be a whole other episode, my dear. Well they say you, you remember and do what you want to. But I desperately would love to remember if somebody brings up a subject, I'd love to be able to go and find a scripture. I can't. Yeah. Yeah, well, Granny, you know why? So here's why also smartphones are great because they have the Bible on your smartphone. <coughs> they have the Bible on your smartphone and you can just, if you remember just a little bit of what the scripture said, you can type it in and then and it goes straight it. to it. You can search it up. <laughs> She's still I, wish, not convinced. I know. I wish you could see her face. <laughs> and that's a whole other yeah. Issue too. Well, you know, I might remember. You know, I might remember what I think it means to me. Sure. Which it might not mean the same thing to you, but as far as turning over and finding it, mm -hmm. there's very few that I, scriptures I can do that yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. Very few. And it, it just boggles the mind because I can remember things and dates and uh, books and I can't remember that. Huh. I can't seem to get it in there. Huh. Well, that's one book that we all love and share too. So. All right. Well, thank you guys. I appreciate it. Go around and tell everybody your full names and what our relationship to one another is, please. <laughs> we can start with you, Granny. Okay. Well, my name is Edna Helen Minty, and Amy Helen Kelly is my granddaughter. <laughs> okay, you're uh, next, Mom. All right, I'm Wanda Sue Webb, and Amy is my daughter. <laughs> Amanda Joy Spell, and Amy is my sister. Kim Minton, and Amy is my niece. Kim Evelyn Minton. Kim Evelyn Minton. <laughs> And you should see the look on her face. <laughs> All right. Thank y'all. I appreciate it. And we just got done spending an incredible few days together in Kansas City visiting Aunt Kimbo, which is what we call you. And um, we got to run around the city and do fun stuff. And we're down the street from the most amazing library. I have to throw that in there. All right. Love you guys. Thank you. I cannot tell you how much I enjoyed our discussion about all things reading. And I love how we all circle back to the teachers who made a huge impact on us as readers. Honestly, that's not the direction that I thought it would go, but it makes perfect sense. And I love how we all enjoy sharing the books that we come across that we love and 
the ones that we mentioned, like the Midford series, the Miss Julia series, and then um, a favorite author, Debbie McComer. I'm not sure if I'm saying her name right. I have shared links to those books in my show notes if you want to check those out. Now, they may not be what your teen is reading, but I do have to say, if you like a good story, they're really awesome. Now, I've shared this slice of life with you because I am curious, what kind of reading heritage do you have? It's really something worth talking about with your teen because it is powerful to feel like you're part of a bigger picture. So those are your marching orders for this week. Talk to your teens about what reading looked like for you as a kid. Share which teacher influenced your reading the most and what your all-time favorite book was. And hey, I know that there are some of you out there who maybe don't have that heritage, but you're trying to create a new legacy for your kids. And I just would encourage you to share that as well, that maybe your parents didn't read to you or you didn't have that teacher who really inspired that in you, but it's something that you want for your kids. Share that with them. Tell them what your dream for them is as far as being a lifelong learner and someone who loves to read. And as always, I would love to hear about those conversations. You can find me on social media. There are links to all of my different places in the show notes, but the best way to reach out to me is to reply to my weekly emails. And if you haven't signed up, I would suggest that you go right now and use the link in the show notes so that you don't miss a single week. I share stories and information in those weekly emails that I do not share anywhere else. And you really don't want to miss out. So thank you so, so much for hanging out with me and with my family today. And as always, just remember, from an ish girl who is more excited about her new personalized notebook than a kid on Christmas morning, and I'll share that with you too in the show notes, it is all about connection, not perfection.